Okay, Coach. <clears throat> Hello there, Sherry. Long time no see. I know. It's been weeks, mm -hmm. right? About three weeks. Three mm -hmm. weeks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yep. And end of the year recording. So. Oh, my goodness. When did we start? Like, was it the summer? I think it was the summer, wasn't it? Uh, we're going to have to go to your notes. We're like <laughs> on, I think this is either episode 26 or 27. One of the most consistent things I've done in my life. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> but um, I, I'm excited about this one. And um, I know that you've been, you know, obviously doing a lot of work and stuff. And so you said your mind might go everywhere. And on that note, that usually means that we'll get lots of neat truth bombs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably so. But go I'm... ahead and inter introduce yourself real quick. Well, my name is Greg McNeil. They call me Coach. I'm the owner of Coach's Corner and Soar. And... Um, I am generally an all-round fun person, mm -hmm. and right now I'm excited to go into a really big year, 2022. I agree. Normally, the last few years, I've not been very excited about the new mm -hmm. year, but I don't know. Something feels good. It feels different. Uh, I'm Sherry Wilson, and I own Genius Communication, and basically I make my clients money, and I practice what we preach, right, Coach? <laughs> That's exactly right. That's right. I mean, really, like, you know, before we got to talking, uh, I was sharing with Coach about um, my husband's had a 30-year dream to have a, a Harley, mm -hmm. and I had a price in my mind, and we were able to get him a pristine, low-mile Harley for the price I had in mind, and, uh, and, and it is on my vision board. I mean, yep. it, it works. What we teach works. Yeah, it does. And I think one of the biggest things that we want people to realize is that the more you pay attention to what you think about, mm -hmm. the more you recognize what's happening to you and what's happening around your life, too. Yeah. And, you know, that, I mean, we I got a little bit of notes of what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about resolutions. Yeah. And did I call them dumb? I don't remember. I think I might have called them dumb. Uh, in our pre <laughs> pre show combo, but we are going to talk about the you know resolutions as well as how to actually make them happen. Um, oh, got the vacuum cleaner in the background. Uh, but before we get into that, um, one of the things that I you know you saying about thoughts, it you what you think is key. It is so key, and uh, you know. Like, in all of our episodes, you know, like we've talked about, you know, what do you want? Um, really, the only thing that keeps us from having what we want is fear. That's so, it. I mean, it obviously, is. I'm not going to be a doctor, right? <laughs> but I don't want to be a doctor. Right. I don't want to be a surgeon. I don't want to be in that. So obviously, within reality of, you know, but if you want to be a doctor at 48 years old, go to school and be a doctor. I mean, seriously, it's like... You know, there's nothing stopping you except for your thoughts. Yeah, so <clears throat> I'm sitting here right now. I'm about to chuckle because my head has felt like a scrambled egg, <laughs> it, meaning that I've just been all over the place. But that's one of the things that I've been doing uh, here lately is just to work on tracking thoughts and how thoughts work in our reality. Mm -hmm. And as I move forward into 2022, one of the biggest things that has occurred to me is that it's all thinking. It's thinking and feeling, right? Yeah. It's thinking, feeling, and then action, behavior, and or consequence, right? Yes. And so when you 
are looking at your life and you're thinking, man, I want to do something different before you get a membership, before you make another commitment, the first thing is you have to ask yourself is like, do I really want what's in front of me now or what I'm talking about? And when you're answering the question of what you really want, you're simultaneously addressing your commitment. Coach. Okay. You got to repeat that. <laughs> okay, if I can. <laughs> so I'm saying that when you you sit down and you say, this is what I want. When you're saying, making that kind of definitive statement, mm-hmm. you are simultaneously addressing your commitment yes. to whatever that goal is. Yes. Right? So resolution, whatever the change is that you want in your life, when you say, I want this, mm-hmm. you're also saying, I'm willing to do what it this takes yes. to make it happen, yes. right? And that really become the essence of it. Your thought, how you feel about it, how strongly you feel about whatever that goal is or that experience, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're saying, this is what I'm willing to do to make that happen. When those two things pair up, you have change in your life. You have a successful resolution. You have some other sort of outstanding opportunity that you're faced with. And you know what happens when you don't. Yeah. And I think it's important like when, you know, you're looking at things that you, you know, you don't want. So, um, let me give the example of the pre-show conversation. So we have a lady that, um, I know very well, coach knows her and, uh, she's been listening to our podcast. And what was funny is she didn't listen to it at first cause she thought it was all business, oh, you know, yeah. healing community, healing yeah. business. Right. But the whole idea is, you know, a healthy individual, healthy individuals equal healthy community and healthy businesses, right? So it always starts with the individual and it goes outward. And so she's been listening, like binge listening to them. And this one um, really got her. And uh, I think she said she's listened to it like five times. But she said, you made this statement when people say they don't know what they want. It's actually they do. They're just in fear. And that really stood out to her because her line of thinking most of her life was fear-based. And, you know, I would say, what do you want, though? And, and I mean, it took her, I think, over a year to actually have a vision board. Mm. And then when she had a vision board based on our instruction, you know, the first the year class we did mm-hmm. in 2021, uh, it, she said it works. I'm like, uh-huh. Yep. Because <laughs> we don't teach stuff that doesn't work, right? No, we don't have time for that. And so what was funny is she's looking at, you know, she was telling me about this. I said, okay, so then what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> and she said, you know... She said, I want to live in an apartment. And I was like, what? Because she has her her house is paid for. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, now that is interesting. Like, I wouldn't have ever thought of that, you know. I said, why? And she said, I don't want to do repairs. I don't want to mow my yard anymore. I want a dishwasher. And I want things small enough to where I don't have to have people living with me. Mm, <laughs> because, you know, people are like, oh, you got an extra room. Can I stay here or whatever, yeah. you know? But <laughs> yeah. she said, I just, I want an, a nice, neat, and tidy little place that has the amenities that I would like. And I said, well, you're talking about ownership, right? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, maybe like a condo. And she's like, yeah, I wouldn't mind something like that. So then, you know, fast forward a couple weeks, you know, she said, man, I'm still stuck on that episode. And it was the one where you talked about your hunting trip. And uh, she said, well, you know, I've been going back and forth between maybe just remodeling this house. And I'm all, whoa, whoa, stop. 
do you want to remodel your house? And she goes, no. I said, then why are we on remodeling your house? What do you want? And she said, I want an apartment. I said, why are you on remodeling your house? And here's where it came into. And this is what the point I'm trying to make is you have to find out, are you vacillating? If that, is mm-hmm. that the word? That's right. Because is it fear or is it imposition? So she said, well, it just doesn't make sense to have a house that's paid for and then have a, an, a, you know, a payment on a condo when this is already paid for. So now... It's like society would say, why would you want a payment on something when you've got a house that's paid for, right? So that's what society would say. That's one of them. Yeah. But it's not just that. She she has something in her head that she wants. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, now you're getting into reasoning. Now you're getting into imposition. Mm-hmm. You're hearing people say, well, that doesn't make sense. Your house is paid for. She doesn't want her house. She doesn't like her house. And I told her, I said, you could literally sell it and you would probably have a very tiny payment uh, on something else. And mm-hmm. so like, you know, it's pure profit, right? But what was interesting is she was starting to let go of her dream because of fear mm-hmm. of having a payment mm-hmm. and fear that people would think that, you know, her getting, you know, a payment when she has her house paid for, like, that's not very wise. Okay, so one of the things that I said earlier was um, I was quoting Emerson. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, uh, to be yourself in a mm-hmm. world that's constantly trying to make you something else is an accomplishment. Right. So when you're talking about the imposition, when somebody says, well, that doesn't make sense. Well, you're absolutely right, Joe, or whatever your name is, because it's not intended for you. So that's why it doesn't make sense to you, right? Right. But if it makes sense to me, it's like, okay, well, guess what? So here's another thought. All right. I don't want to mow my lawn anymore. Um, I don't want that house. I want something smaller. Well, perhaps I might just find a property, um, what is it, property management company, mm-hmm. rent my house out. Mm-hmm. Collect the money from the house. Mm-hmm. I still move into the other place, right? Yep. And I and now it's paid for, right? It's paying for itself, and you still have equity on your house. There's so many different ways to go. Yes. And we can make it make sense, but at the end of the day, the dream is in resides within the individual. Yes. And you have to really know you want that, and until you do. There's a lot of different things that can make you doubt whether or not if what you're pursuing is meant for you. Yeah. Now, if I could throw something in here, because since we're talking about the hunting thing. So I am scheduled to have um, surgery on my right elbow. Okay. But because of the pandemic and everything, we don't know when we're going to get to the hospital. Yes. Have that done. So I'm lying in bed last night and I couldn't sleep. I said, damn. I can't sleep. (laughs) But then I'm thinking, you know, the months are starting to roll around pretty quickly. Well, what if I have my surgery in March? Then it's going to take me Mm, six weeks. Those what ifs. Yeah. So that start going into my brain, right? And then I heard myself. Because you have a hunting trip, right? That's right. Mm -hmm. And then I heard myself say, "Um, you're hunting. So you're going to do something else, Greg. What are you going to do? I started looking at muzzle loader rifles there you go (laughs) because i want to hunt during the rut right yes i looked up a few rifles last night i 
saved them. And then I said, okay, I know exactly who I'm going to talk to the next day. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. So what's the point? What do I want? Hunting is, is me. It's a big part of my life. It's the thing that I do when my life is not dedicated to something else, right? Yes. And so when I say this is what I want, I've also said, what am I willing to do? Well, mu- muzzleloader hunting wasn't a part of my thinking at first. Right. But it came into my brain last night, and it fit because this is you have questions that you can't answer. Mm-hmm. And you might end up being in a situation where you might not be able to work with your bow the way that you want to. Right. So do you want to waste an opportunity? It's like, no, but you don't want to miss the rut. So the first thing my brain said was, get up, go get your phone, start looking at muzzleloader. And that's exactly what I started doing now. Now, that right there, though, Coach, what you did, though, takes practice because a lot of people they'll allow those thoughts to lead them into discouragement or fear uh disappointment whatever it is but you have to train your brain to see opportunity versus threat sherry that is fantastic because this is something that i think that the reader the listener excuse me um i think i got a book coming (laughs) (laughs) But here's one of the things that's like really important. What you just said about training your brain. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people can get this idea that because we do the kind of work that we do, that we're not beset with challenges Mm. and difficulties like everyone else. That's a myth. Yeah, absolutely it is. And as a matter of fact, I would have to say we probably experience that more than most. Because once you set a course for your life to live a certain way, then that's where your challenge is. You want to be a person of faith? Well, guess what gets challenged, right? Your faith is challenged because you don't know that you have it until you do. Yes. Just like when you say, hey, look, well, this is what I want, right? Mm -hmm. What are you willing to do? You know exactly how bad you desire something by the actions you take to achieve it. Yep. Right. Yep. And so, yes. So absolutely. When I thought, man, I might not be able to bow hunt and all of these other things. And I started to get a little bit of, <gasps> and then my brain said, wait a minute. And then a few days later, it's like, man, you don't really know when you're going to be able to. And I started thinking about it and I started thinking about it. But the one thing that was clear in my head was I was hunting. Mm-hmm. What I didn't know was what it was going to look like, right? right? I knew I was hunting. So I'm laying down, and then all of a sudden, and it hit me last night, I was like, you're too close. Now, you said something important, though, because um, the, the you, you're too close is very important. I wanted you to expand on that, too, okay. but is that you were going to hunt. Yes. And we talked about that even in the beginning episodes. Yeah. You're going to do it. So it's it's just a matter of how and what it looks like. So one of the things I teach is an over uh, what is it a, a over attachment to an expected outcome. Yeah. That one of the ways we get in ruts to where we can't see opportunity is we have a picture of what something's going to look like mm-hmm. and how it's going to unfold, which a lot of times it does not happen that way. That hurt my hunting buddy. Yep. Yep. Sure yep. did. Sorry yeah. about that. So but, but you were too close, you said. So yeah. it was like you're, what, what does that mean? So I was too close to, so like we have to um, put in for the draw in March, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, look, man, it's already January. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm like, I'm too close 
to that time for me to apply for my hunt or even select um, an outfitter that I want to work with, I said, I can't wait any longer. I have to make a definite decision about how I'm going to hunt in the fall. Mm -hmm. And I was laying there and it was like, Greg, look, it's one thing to practice. It's another thing to come back from an injury and try to practice and put 50 pounds worth of that, 50 pounds of uh, pressure on that elbow was like, no, it's not ready for that. And my brain was like muzzle loader, Mm -hmm. right? And, Mm -hmm. And just like that. I became a muzzleloader hunter. And then, so now what's interesting is so like, and, and your surgery may or may not interfere with, you know, it things, but um, that probability is high. So then it's like, now you get to pursue something new, yes. a new skill. Okay. So that takes me to, it's kind of like a good segue. There you go. So if we go back to resolutions, right? Mm-hmm. Why, why do people feel this need going into a new year to make resolutions because you know i used to do that because that's what your you know everybody does right mm-hmm. they never worked um so it's like you do this resolution and then it doesn't work or you don't stick with it and then you feel bad and it's like this vicious cycle so years ago i'm like yeah i'm not doing that anymore i'm not doing resolutions anymore but throughout my year i have specific goals and so i have them on my vision board i write them in my aspiration journal um i've got long term short term Mm -hmm. midterm any kind of term you can think and so i was pondering this whole thing as far as resolutions and i it dawned on me when you're talking especially with now you'll acquire a new skill when you acquire a new like pursuit Mm -hmm. the brain thrives on novelty And so I think what happens is people think, you know, this year's going to be different. And there's an excitement and a motivation that occurs in making the resolution. And then, you know, one month in, a few days in, maybe a few months, it's not happening. And and so then you have to basically not have any BS and come to the reality of you really didn't want it. That's right. I mean, that's, that's all there is to it. It is. And, you know, and uh, the simpler we keep information that we are working with, the easier it is for us to work with. Yeah. We are famous for saying, you know, that sounds complicated. You know, uh, there's nothing complicated on the planet mm-hmm. except that we make it so. Yes. When we, when we make things complicated, we're probably trying to hide something. <clears throat> we're dealing with fear. You know, one of those two things, yes. right? But you, like the people that go back and forth and start reasoning and try to figure out all the details, yeah. that's complicating things and that's fair. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, you, you don't want that, right? It's mm-hmm. like, so again, Cheryl, where was I going? I was getting ready to say something. <laughs> Let's see. Well, we're talking about resolutions, oh. right? And the excitement yeah, and all that. So, oh, I know what I was going to say. We were talking about keeping things simple. Yes. And it really is always simple. So when you say to yourself, this is what I want, and then you look around and the next thing you say is, well, what about this? Okay, well, then that just simply means that you have not made up your mind that you were willing to change. Mm -hmm. Because remember, once you say, I want this, then your willingness to change should go along with the thing you want. If your willingness to make change is not moving alongside of the goal that you say you want, then you're not going to change. And this is the beautiful thing about it. 
You can hear my voice. You can hear Sherry's voice. And we're telling you, if you want to change, you will. It's impossible for you not to change because we're just designed to move forward. It's like if you're listening to this right now, you can't make your heart stop beating because your overall system says you are here to live. Yeah. And you're going your heart is going to continue to beat until your life expectancy is up. Yeah. But you can't change that. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not talking about morbid things. What right. we're just saying is you don't have that power to make that action stop because it's not in your control. The things that you do have the power to change, you can always change them and you can change them at a moment's notice, right? It's an event in your mind, a psychological event. I want this, I'm going to change. I don't want this, I'm gonna stop doing that. And your actions are always consistent with the thing that you say you want. When that doesn't occur, you don't want it. Yes, and people make change too complicated that's like uh, on our you know because our hell yeah life coaching intensive mm-hmm. it starts uh january 20th you need to go to your hellyahlife.com and look into this because yeah. it's the art of self-change yeah and it's too complicated that was one of the things i put on the landing page mm-hmm. for our coaching intensive is it's too complicated mm-hmm. it and we reduce it to three things mm-hmm. but one of the things that you know, don't buy into the myth that just because you make a resolution or you make a goal and you feel the excitement at the beginning of that, you know, process that you actually want it. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to know the difference between what you want and what is just one of a thousand suggestions that are coming to you every day. Yes. I mean, I... I've had some people just really be angry at me when I tell them it's like you're not losing 20 pounds in a month. It's just not happening unless you're sick. Right. 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 And I guarantee you once your body heals is the first thing it's going to do is seek homeostasis. So that 20 pounds that you lost, it's going to bring it right back to you. So so let's start here. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're not ready to lose that weight or make that change, your relationship, your family system, how you handle your employer or your employees, if you're not committed to the change, it doesn't happen. But it won't be because of anyone else. It won't be because of a circumstance. It will simply be because at the end of the day, you didn't want it bad enough. Okay. Now, I might have asked this in a past podcast because, you know, the whole weight thing that, like we were talking pre-show, I mean, that's a big thing at the beginning of the year. I mean, everybody's like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to go to the gym. And, you know, when I used to go to the gym, it was like packed. And I'd get so irritated because I'm one of those that I would go three to four times a week and I can't get on the machines I want to get on to and it was just frustrating and I'm like these people will be gone in like four to five months if even that and sure enough you know all of a sudden um, I can find the machines I need now with you I don't have to you know worry about that but it, it it was just sad actually to see all these people in there and so last night me and Mike were talking and I said, you know, I wish people, and this is just a side note, I wish people could get past the idea that achieving health is by simply following a diet. A diet has a starting point and it has an end point. But lifestyle, finding the food you like to eat, 
within the 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 boundaries your body dictates for fuel mm-hmm. is a totally different thing and it's a lifetime commitment and so uh you know me being a kid that hated PE and I ate whatever I wanted to until I was in my 20s and all of a sudden I'm like, hey, I can't eat what all I want to. You know, I understand not having motivation to do all those mm-hmm. things, but then I got sick. Mm-hmm. And after being sick for a year and a half, I craved movement mm. so bad right. that that's been since 2011. So for 10 years, I've had some type of training in something. That's wonderful. And it's because it to me was a lifestyle. I would not ever stop doing it at any time within my control. I was always going to be physically active. Mm. And so sometimes it is making that commitment to understand the art of self-change is simple. The commitment to it is really dependent on you. Yes. And so some people might be like, okay, well, you know, I've got a doctor diagnosis or I'm about to file bankruptcy or my marriage is about to end. And I, you know, maybe I don't want to be married anymore. I'm just tired or, mm-hmm. you know, I've tried to do, you know, healthy eating and stuff. And I always go back to everything I always know, you know, or that I like and blah, blah. So you have those people that know that they could be in a life and death because really your health is a life and death. I mean, there's no two ways about it, especially now. So, Amen. is there a way to create, like, you know what I mean? Like, to create the desire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do. So, one, I think one of the biggest things um, is, um, so this is funny. I use the remote to turn off commercials. I know I, I stream when I'm when I'm on a television program, it's generally sports. But when a regular commercial come on, I hit the mute button, right? Yes. Because I don't want to hear the suggestions. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what I'm saying to the listener is this: when you think resolution, you're really hearing a marketing suggestion. Yep. So, if you're past the age of 25 in the U.S. You've already been at least on a couple of New Year's resolutions. Yes. And you probably already know what your track record is, too. (laughs) So instead of doing that, setting another resolution, let's go back to the drawing board. Okay. What do you want from your health? Mm -hmm. And this is what I ask people, you know, like couples. It's like, what do you want from your for your health? Right. So when I'm talking to a man and a woman, what do you guys want? Right. You still want to be able to enjoy each other. Mm -hmm. You want to go hiking. You want to go dancing or whatever you want to do. Your health allows you to live life to the fullest when you focus on what you can eat or what you can't eat, now you have Mm. put your life into this narrow focus of imposition, Mm -hmm. limitation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so now you've got into this feedback loop that you're not going to win. Right. You know, once that chips, burger, ice cream, whatever that signal goes into your brain, you already know your pattern. You're not going to beat that. Yep. But if you say to yourself, you know what, I want to do something I haven't done before. Um, I want to have fun in 2022. Well, what does fun look like? So maybe you might want to write down five or six things that you want to do. 
but fun things that you want to do. Now all of a sudden, you've created in your psyche the desire to pursue things that bring you joy. Mm-hmm. Now, what you don't know is by doing that, you suddenly realize your stress levels are down. Your cortisol levels are no longer through the roof. And without realizing it, you, you go to put on some pants and you put the belt on and you know you're not on a diet, but your pants are looser. But you can't figure out what it is. Don't try. Mm-hmm. You'll mess it up. Mm-hmm. Just keep doing what you're doing. So what did I say? First, find things that you want to do over the next year. Mm-hmm. Things that you enjoy. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. Yep. This is your life we're talking about, right? Once you're doing things that bring you joy, you're going to get used to doing that and you're going to find out that that's the new habit that you want to pursue. And as you pursue that habit, your brain is now going to make it easier for you with this own messaging now, right? Instead of saying, I can't, it's going to be like, hey, you can do that. Or it's going to say, guess what? Take a look over here. And then you look to your right or your left and all of a sudden there's something that brings an opportunity to you for another experience. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. So don't start with a thing you dread. Don't mm-hmm. get up in the morning saying you're going to go to the gym next year, lose 30 pounds. You're going to get your ass kicked. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. That's not going to work. Don't do it, love. Don't do it, sir. Make a list of the things you want to do. Mm-hmm. Spend more time with your partner. You know, go out more. Travel. Do things that you enjoy first. Yes, Because aspiration uh, is actually the biggest motivator than pain points, uh, discipline, all of that stuff. Who do you aspire to be? What does that look like? And all of a sudden, you find yourself making decisions, huh, Coach, that are in line with what you want. I mean, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here right now. And as you were talking, I could hear myself breathing up in the mountains again, right? It's like, wow, you just climbed this hill, right? And you get up there and you're breathing and it's like, and then you stop and you realize it's quiet and you realize it's like, I'm having such a great time. And then the next thing you know, you're off moving again. Yeah. And you're moving with more enthusiasm. So you're not thinking about how tired you are. You're thinking about the experience, the thing that you can do, not what you can't do. I don't want to muddle what you said because this last part, like the last part of this podcast is key. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about resolutions. Do what Coach Greg said. Write down the six things that, you know, on a scale of one to 10, they're an eight to a 10 that you want to do this uh, next year. But here's a uh, two final thoughts. You know, I'm thinking about my husband, and, you know, I think I was more excited than he was over the Harley, you know, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I knew it was a 30-year dream for him. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, sending him all these jiffies, you know, and he said, I think you're more excited than me. And I'm all, hmm, whatever. But anyway, uh, I, the other night we were about to go to bed, and I said, I'm just so happy for you. You know, mm-hmm. if any man deserves it, it's that man. Oh, that's wonderful. And I said, but it feels good, doesn't it? And he said, what do you mean? I said, it feels good having that desire fulfilled, doesn't it? And he said, yes, it does. And and I told him, I, you know, I said, that to me is what has been so life-changing over mm-hmm. the last year to, to two years is, well, really be a five-year journey, but especially in our work, mm-hmm. uh, is it feels good. 
And yeah. it's and there's a scripture that says, uh, let's see, a dream fulfilled or a hope fulfilled is like a tree of life. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, your body feels uh, more alive. Your there's more color in your life. You know, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, those things are happening. Those are good things. The other thing um, that I thought of, because you know, obviously, you know, I can preach the word, Coach. You know, you've never heard me <laughs> preach. Um, but the other one in, is in First uh, Corinthians fifteen fifty six, where it says, "The strength of sin is in the law." What does that mean? The, if we define sin as doing a thing that is not good for you or other people, okay? So we'll just put it into that because this is, you know. Missing the mark. It's missing the mark, right? So whatever that looks like, when it's strengthened, that word in the, the Greek is dunamis. It means it gives it a an explosive power. Okay. So what this is saying is the do's and the don'ts. Mm-hmm actually give the very thing you don't want to do explosive power meaning you will find yourself doing the very thing you don't want to do yes so that's why impositions and do's and don'ts and diets Mm -hmm. and all of those things don't work so what coach is telling you guys here it goes way past it goes to how we've been designed as humans Mm -hmm. and that is to live a life full of love for ourselves, for other people, and doing the things that we enjoy. And that is where aspiration is more powerful because it's based in love mm-hmm. where the other is based in fear. Oh, it is. Absolutely. Just, that's it. You know, again, write it down. But only mm-hmm. the things you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't write it down if you don't feel strongly about it. Yep. Right? Yes. Because that thought will turn into something else. And yeah, so we have to go now and we have to do other podcasts, but this mm-hmm. is one of those things that we love doing. We love getting the word out because, again, whether we ever see you, we want to bring you something that is going to enrich your life. Yes. Right? Yeah. And um, so let's not focus on what we don't want. Yeah. Focus on the things that you want. Make sure that you can laugh when you think about doing it. Yep. Or at least smile really That's big. right. It's like. So don't forget, leave a review. Uh, share this. If you have any topics or questions, everything's in the show notes. And we'll see you in 2022. We'll see you in 2022.